welcome to a new edition of Brand New Podcast. I'm here with Winsome Sears. Very excited to be on. You're running for lieutenant governor. What made you jump in the race? There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, candidates. Well, let me tell you, I have been for the past two years, uh, just a, maybe just on two, I have been working extensively as the national chair for this organization. Okay. It is Americans to reelect President Trump. And what we did is we printed these booklets and we put them in uh, black communities in the black and uh, background battleground states. And it talks about all that the Republican Party has tried to do and accomplished for uh, black voters. And then it talks about what the Democrats have tried to do to us, not for us, and how they have helped to destroy the black family. And, you know, there's no joke about that. Uh, yeah. We know it's true and we don't have time to go into it, but it's true. Sure. So uh, we did that, and then we also raised money to go in and pay for time on urban radio, black radio. And what we would do is, you know, we'd write the scripts and have people record them, and then we would play them. For example, in Miami, uh, uh, we bought all four Haitian radio stations, and we were playing our, our information for maybe eight weeks, we flooded, you know, we didn't just buy one, we bought all four. And by the time everything was said and done, after when the election time came, it was discovered, of course, that President Trump had won 23 of the 25 Haitian-leaning precincts. Wow. Those scripts in Creole, you know, and so you have to go where the fish are, right? And we have the better message as Republicans because our message creates wealth. And folks know, especially immigrants, they know what they ran away from. They don't want that here. They want opportunity. So in saying all that, I was looking at the field and I'm thinking, we're going to lose the black voters that we tried to bring in. Because here's the thing. In Virginia, we are hitting a wall as Republicans in statewide elections. Yes. We are getting 44 to the Democrats, 50 something, 46 to the Democrats, 50 something. Um, Gillespie got 45, of course, they're 50 something. And we can't get any further. And so what that tells us is that's all of the Republicans, that's all of the Tea Party patriots, that's all of the libertarians, and all of the independent leaning, uh, the Republican leaning independents. So there's nobody else. There's nobody. So where are we going to get the voters? We have to go get them from the Democrats. And so we've got to, uh, you know, uh, prove that we can do what we say we will do, and why our policies are better for the betterment of Asian Americans, uh, African Americans, uh, Latino Americans. Why we're better? We got to go get them. And so that's what we did with my organization. My organization. And as I said, I'm looking at everything and we're not gonna make it. We're gonna lose them. We spent too much money. We spent too much time uh, to convince and everything. There's a lot of infighting in our party too. Well, you know, and so I said, I don't think my fellow Republicans who are running for LG have a strategy to win the black voters. And I know how to do it. Uh, I've been doing it exclusively for the past two years and 
I can either, as we say in the Marine Corps, because I'm a Marine, I can blank or get off the pot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can't complain and then not do anything about it. And I jumped down from the, the, the bleacher seats down into the arena. I'm fighting with the Lions. I offered myself and I think I'm going to make it because you know, or maybe your listeners know that yeah. I actually won in my House of Delegates seat in a majority black district, a majority Democrat district. And that yeah. has been done since 1865. So I've done it before. I know how to do it. We'll do it again. And you were the first, and it's important this ties into February, this ties into uh, Black History Month. You made black history in Virginia by being the first um, you, you made history in a lot of ways. You were the first black Republican woman elected to the House of Delegates, first female veteran and first naturalized citizen. So you well, really female naturalized. Yeah. Um, so uh, you really are a testament uh, to the American dream and what we can do in Virginia. It frustrates me all the time. As the party of Lincoln, we have to act like it. I think we have a exclusive responsibility to reach out to black voters because that's what we were founded on. That is the exactly. sole reason we are here. So, the Republican Party was founded for Black people. And yeah. how it came to be that suddenly they call us racist, homophobic, xenophobic, Islamophobic, uh, uh, what, mm-hmm. uh, misogynist, uh, bigots, and, you know, we, we beat our cats and dogs. And <laughs> Okay, okay. Why don't we just say, we accept all that. Mm-hmm. You say that we're all those labels. Okay, fine. Now, let's talk about policy. You say I'm a racist. Why are the schools closed? You yeah. say uh, I'm, a, I'm a homophobic. Or the businesses are closed and people are losing their jobs, yeah. being evicted. You say that I'm xenophobic. Well, why are you taking all my money and everything else that you're taking from me? Uh, mm-hmm. We have to look at the budget and determine you got a $730 million, uh, Ralph Northam and Democratic legislature, you got a $730 million windfall. And by the way, it's not a windfall. It's our tax money. Yeah. Our tax money. And we need that money. You've labeled us with all these things, but you don't have any answers. All you know to do is- They're the party of talk. We have to be the party of results. That's right. They they, they can't beat us on policy, so they throw a label on us, and then we forever digging ourselves out of that label instead of talking about... Especially in Virginia, I've seen that they've gaslit a lot of Republicans into basically accepting the Virginia Democratic Party history in Virginia is the reason for segregation, eugenics, you name it. You name it. We have Republicans defending a Confederate flag when that the Democrats put that there. So we need to focus on our policies, not these, not these battles that they try to bait us into um, and definitely show that we are the party of all people. And that's why I thought it was interesting um, when, when you jumped into the race, I thought, you know, because um, you did get elected, it was a little while back, but now you're back. And I was like, well, what, what made her, you know, jump back in, but times are tough right now in 2021. Well, you see, that's the thing, Uh, you know, I was elected some time ago, and when I left uh, the political arena, I left the stage. It was time for somebody else to do something because, you know, my family really needed me at the time. And, uh, you know, we had some major medical issues, and and so I was necessary. I was needed. And, um, 
And so somebody else could fill that void. But in the meantime, I did serve on uh, the Census Bureau. I was, re I was appointed to the Census Bureau by the second George Bush. And I, so I, I co-chaired the African-American Committee to ensure that certain census things happened in the Black community. And then I was uh, on the advisory committee. I was appointed to that by President Bush uh, as a, a member of the advisory committee to women veterans to the Secretary of Veterans Affairs. So I was keeping busy. And then uh, I was appointed, as you know, and then elected vice president of the Virginia State Board of Education. And let me tell you, I don't play around when it comes to education because I know that it's education that pulled my father from poverty. Uh, I've been telling his story, which, you know, when America allowed my father to enter this wonderful country, it changed the trajectory of his life, of my life, of my family's life. And he came August uh, 11th of 1963. And that's significant because just 17 days later, Martin Luther King Jr. gave his I Have a Dream speech. And so I said to my father, why would you come when it was so bad for us? And he said, because this is where the jobs were. And I said, yeah, but you know that you came at the height of the civil rights movement. He said, this is where the opportunities were. So he didn't care if anybody was racist, didn't like him, whatever. He was getting into America and he was going to make use of the opportunities. And that's all we want. Now, you're going to hear people talk about equity. Equity meaning we all didn't start in the same place. So when my father came to America, they're millionaires. Yes, he started with $1.75 in a suitcase. He put himself through school. He got his career started, bought real estate, became a landowner, retired, built a home. And now he is in, in a house. I claim it's too big for him. He tells me it's his house. Leave him alone. And so, and he's got guns. <laughs> and so, you know, he's, he's okay. Don't yeah. fool with him. And I'm just saying $1.75 ends up being where he is today. So what, what the Democrats are trying to do is to continue to open that wound. It, it can't ever heal. You know, they keep pulling the scab and pulling the scab because if they can prove to black people that we need them, then they will continue to be elected because they don't have any, any good policy that's good for us. People say to me, Winsome, how can we restore the black family? How about we stop killing 21 million black babies so far? What yeah. a concept. What a concept. And, and a lot of people, it's interesting, a lot of people want to be woke, but we don't realize that Margaret Sanger, that's the reason she got in that business. That's what right. specifically do that to these communities. Uh, by the know, way, why are there more uh, Planned Parenthood abortuaries in the black community. Yep. What does Planned Parenthood have against our babies? And then they sell the hearts for $17,000. You saw the, the videos from mm -hmm. Protest. Oh, they, yeah. they sell the, the, the liver for 10,000. They sell intact brains for what? These are black babies they're selling. I, you know, I, I want my black people to wake up they're destroying us. These Democrats are destroying us. And so that's why I'm running because 
Mm -hmm. compadres don't have a strategy and it's too late to get a strategy. I have the strategy. In fact, I look like the strategy. I know what I'm doing. And together we'll get there because we need to get rid of these awful policies that we're having. Marijuana, they're past marijuana legislation. Yeah. I have a small business. I have a person I had to let go recently because he tested positive for marijuana. Mm -hmm. Now they want us in the black community to be okay with having marijuana legislation. Why? So we won't have jobs. So we won't have, I tell well, you. And, and I, I think it's funny, it's by white Democrats, their characterization of the black community is, oh, if we legalize weed, you guys will like it, right? Like that's what they, <laughs> that's what they think. And it's, you, how racist is that to assume that the black community or any other minority group in this country, you see, I'm getting riled up. We're going to care about. I'm getting riled up sitting here because let me tell yeah. you something. Uh, and this just happened last week, Saturday. We had um, my uh, supervisor here, board of supervisor, uh, had uh, a, a forum, and so I came in. I was in the back, and. Uh, and and so I'm listening and he's talking about this racist curriculum that has been taught in our schools here for three years and we didn't know. And it was talking about how Republicans are bad and Tea Party Patriots are bad, mm -hmm. and racist, racist, racist. And I'm thinking these are my tax dollars doing this. So anyway, one woman said, yes, you're right, a white liberal woman. Yeah, you're racist, you're racist, you hate black people. Black people need this and black people need that. And you're racist and you're racist and Republicans are racist. And I'm an attorney and, and I said, wait a minute. And so I, you know, I wanted the floor. And so I was recognized. She would not give the floor to me. And I'm an attorney. I'll speak. No, you don't speak for me. You need to sit down. Well, I was recognized. Yes, but then I was recognized. Second, I am here now. I am black. I will speak for myself. You don't speak for me. How dare you? How, yep. And you know, white liberal woman. I was so upset. I was so upset. Yep. You don't. It's, it's interesting because it's and 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 I mean, this is really a, it's a whole other conversation because it's they want to or they claim to give power to minority groups with the caveat of the white progressives still oversee everyone. That's yeah. what they want to do. They still we know what's top. best for you. Yeah. You, you just let us handle it. No, I don't want you to give me a fish. Yeah. I want to learn how to fish, and that way I can get as many fish as I want. I and don't that's know. that's real equity, is that. That's and that's what we got to be focused on. Winsome, this has been a really great conversation. Before before we wrap this up, um, what is uh something you would recommend to our readers? Uh to read or to watch? And then where, where can they find your website? So you can find me at winsomesears.com, winsomesears.com. Please sign up to be a delegate because folks, we have not been winning for the past 12 years, 12 <laughs> long years we have yeah. not won. And if you do what you've always done, we're going to get what we've always got. And that's lose. We are not losers. We have to start winning again because you'll see what the Democrats do the minute that they get the first control of power. They go hog wild. They're giddy. They're giddy. But they've overreached this time, I believe, and we're going to win this time. So I, I want you to read, um, 
you know, instead of reading, how about we create relationships? How sure. about our Republican and Tea Party patriots? How about you invite a black organization, an Asian organization, Hispanic organization to your monthly meetings? Have them talk about what it is that they're about. Then here's the key. Then you reciprocate and you go to their meeting, send a contingent, and then you talk about the Republican Party, our values, our principles, and what we stand for. That we don't want things given to us, we want to work for it. Leave us alone, leave us alone, leave our stuff alone, just let me be. And then you start that kind of a relationship. You don't have to read very much because you have. Then when the Democrats come around and they say, you know, those Republicans are so awful, they're racist, homophobic, xenophobic, whatever. The Democrats will say that, you know, which Republicans are you talking about? Because the Republicans I know, you get that? I know, I know, aren't what you say that they are. Go somewhere else with that nonsense because we're not listening anymore. So that's, you know, I'm running, we gotta win, we have to win. I have legislation we didn't have time to talk about because yeah. <laughs> wonderful time, but ballot box integrity, folks. If yeah. you don't have uh, the ballot box being sacrosanct, you don't have a democracy, we might as well pack it up and go home because it's one party rule then. So we've got to figure it out. And my way of figuring it out, we real need real ID. That means we need a photo. We, it's, it's readily available. We'll even give you a free one, real ID. No more ballot harvesting, so you don't come and, and pick up ballots. No ballots are, are going to be taken or through the, the mail. And ballots will not arrive after election day without a postmark and counted, which happened here in Virginia, as was uh, entered in a consent decree on February, no, January 13th of this year by the presiding Frederick County Circuit Court judge. That happened. And so there's so many other things, but I know we don't have time. Go to sure. my website, look at my issues. Please sign up to me, be my delegate. I'd love to hear from you. And you, you are always welcome back on. We've had all the Lieutenant Governor uh, candidates and Governor candidates we're working on coming back on this show. So anytime you wanna stop by, let me know. It was really, really great um, to talk to you about these issues. Um, you're definitely passionate. We need that in Richmond. Um, so come on back anytime, Delegate Sears. This was really wonderful. One last thing, just ask sure. yourselves, who do you think the Democrats are hoping Republicans do not nominate for LG, for Lieutenant Governor? That would be me. They don't want to meet me because they know I'm not going to take it. I have my issues. I have my values. We can discuss certain things. Sure. All right. Well, thank you so much, Delegate Sears, for coming on Brand New Podcast.